0: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hi, I'm former Buffalo Bills wide receiver Don Beebe, and you're listening to Nate and the Fellows on Circling the Wagons podcast on the Buffalo Rumblings podcast network. Because nobody circles a wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Go Bills.
1: The Buffalo Bills win their preseason opener in Orchard Park on Saturday against the Indianapolis Colts, 27 to 24, to bring their preseason win streak to nine wins. Which I know, I know it shouldn't matter. I know in my head it shouldn't matter, but for some reason, I go into each game thinking ah, it doesn't matter if they win or lose, just as long as no one gets hurt. But uh, by the end, I'm definitely pulling uh, full forces if it's regular season games. So um, I don't know if any of you guys are out there like that along with me, but that's how it is nine straight wins for the Buffalo Bills in preseason wins. It's awesome. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this recap episode of Circling the Wagons, a Buffalo Rumblings podcast. I'm your host, Nate, and this episode is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. If you are in the Western New York and Central New York area, either on game day or before or after night, day, whatever, uh, check out the DraftKings Sportsbook over there at the Delago Resort and Casino. It is a fun time. If you've been following this podcast for a couple of seasons or are new to it, we've recorded there several times. It is a fun time. Um, is a great place to experience uh, live betting and also uh, to watch the games, uh, grab a bite to eat and all that fun stuff. So, um, thank you guys for all listening for us. Uh, we're going to Go over some of our general thoughts on the Buffalo Bills' win today. Go over um, some stats of the game. Sweet Sassy Molassi plays the game. Our Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. So I'm all alone on this one. I'm going solo, so I'm going to keep it kind of short. Um, first things first, general thoughts on the game. Uh, the Bills did not have any starters playing today, uh, any specific starters. Uh, Josh Allen didn't take a snap. Von Miller didn't take a snap a lot. Uh, just about every single one of the starters uh, didn't play. Now there are guys that are pushing for starting roles that did get some snaps today to kind of maybe settle who is going to be a starter if need be. Uh, thoughts come to mind of cornerback, uh, the cornerback battle between Kyrie Elam and Christian Benford. They both played tonight, uh, but they, which is important because uh, the rookies in general, they need that playing time. But just about every other player on offense and defense, whether it is offensive line, defensive line, secondary, uh, linebacking core, almost none of them play today. Second uh, thing I wanted to talk about was the fact that there were no major injuries in the game, which is one of the most important things. If you if you guys follow us on Twitter, um, it's at CTW Pod, like circling the wagons pod. If you've been following us on Twitter, uh, I always say before every preseason the game, you know, seven things I'm looking for, the eight things I'm looking for, and almost all of them are just no injuries. No injuries. The most important part of any preseason game is that there are no injuries to any player of any caliber, whether it's a starter, backup, third stringer. We don't want any injuries to anyone. So um, luckily, it seems like for the most part, we dodged a lot of those bullets. I know third, well, geez, fourth string, fifth string running back. Um uh Raheem Blackshear, who had a really good game he was uh he left the game with uh, a left ankle injury um I don't know the severity of that right now but uh but for the most part uh no injuries on the day Kair Elam rookie corner Kair Elam went out uh, of the game at one point after a hit there was a uh, it was a blown coverage uh, in the second quarter I believe where um, he was hit on a crossing route. And they brought him into the medical tent after that touchdown. Um, and you were like, oh, I hope he doesn't get a concussion. And he returned to the game, so it uh, looks like the Bills dodged a bullet there. Uh, so, yeah, no major major injuries, which is, like I said, the most important thing. It's why Sean McDermott rests all of his starters. And to be, to be quite honest, besides rookies, I don't really care if any of the starters at all see any playing time. Um, I'm okay with that. One of the other major points uh, of this game is that the Bills' rookies really stood out in the game and made a really, they, they made an impact. Uh, whether you're talking about, like I mentioned, cornerback Kyrie Elam, cornerback um, Christian Benford, sixth-round corner Christian Benford, um, third-round linebacker Terrell Bernard, 5th round wide receiver, Khalil Shakir, 7th round linebacker, Bale Inspector, uh, 6th round punter, uh, Matt Reza, um, 2nd round running back, uh, James Cook. I mean, they all made an impact in some way, shape, or form. Um, Just going over those guys real quick, Elam and Bedford both had um, outstanding pass breakups in critical times against the uh, 1st team and 2nd team offenses of the Colts. each one had a pass breakup on either third down or fourth down. Um, I'm going to go into the, the the defense going up against Matt Ryan in a second, but they just look good. Um, they, it's funny. When they're up against Josh Allen every day, sometimes you're like, man, is Elam going to be a starter? Is Benford going to be a starter? I mean, who's going to take this you know, starting role? Sometimes Dane Jackson doesn't look so good in the secondary. And then, you know, you wonder in the back of your head well is it because Josh Allen is that good or because they're not doing that well you know in general and then when they're against Matt Ryan they have a pretty good game so i think a lot of that you know and and we're not used to it as bills fans for that long at least that uh it's just Josh Allen is that good because when they were against Matt Ryan they they had a pretty good game minus that one uh blown coverage like i said which led to a a, a kind of an injury where where Elam had to go into the tent. Um, I thought they looked pretty good, both of them. That that is a battle that we're going to be watching um, through the second and third preseason game to see who they end up uh, choosing as their starter. Because I don't think Trey will be back for the beginning of the season. I think he goes on the pup list, which the pup list this season allows you to be there for four games instead of six games like it has in previous seasons. So I think that uh, it's going to be either Elam and Benford or Benford. Um, starting opposite Dane Jackson, and uh, if it's anywhere close between Elam and Benford, I think they go with Elam just to be safe. Uh, higher pick in the draft in the first round over the sixth round pick in Benford. Um, you also have the big school experience um, that that uh, Kyrie Elam had in Florida as opposed to what Benford saw in Villanova. So, um Right now, though, it's interesting. Though, hey, hey, it's never a bad thing when your sixth-round corner uh, could potentially be a starter. Uh, you know, the beginning of the season. That's that's always a good problem to have. Now, going through the rest of the uh, the rookies, uh, Matariza, punter Matariza. By the way, w- when was the last time uh, Bills fans have been this excited over a punter, much less a sixth-round pick like uh, like Uh Matariza, aka the punt god, even though he doesn't like that nickname. Uh, He had an 82-yard punt today uh, that that just dribbled into the end zone, so it ended up netting 62 yards. But, oh, dear God, 82 yards? Unbelievable. Just a little bit more hang time, Matt. And we might have had it down at the the one-yard line, so maybe uh, an 81-yard punt overall. So that was really cool to see. The guy's got a a leg. We always knew he had a leg, but it was kind of cool seeing it in live action. Uh, and But I think I think more important than the punt, uh, that beauty of a punt, was that Manresa was given the very important task of holding for both Bills' field goals, including the Tyler Bass game-winning field goal at the end of the fourth quarter. Uh, this is important for a couple of reasons. Uh, first is that he never held uh, for field goal kicks in his career at San Diego State. He was the one... Doing the field goal kicks so uh, that was important that way and that and then the fact that if they're gonna give Matt Areza the responsibility of holding the game-winning field goal kick you know they're either testing him or they think he's already won the gig and he did not disappoint Tyler Bass hit that in uh, they won the game on it um, I think that's a good I think I think it's all but over I think it was over before training camp began to be quite honest if just like with the Elam Benford thing I think if Matt Reza was anywhere close to what Matt Hawk was they were going to go with Matt Riza anyway but I think he's already beaten Hawk for the most part and plus they they have a year of seeing Hawk in person and to be quite honest it was pretty awful so uh anything above that was going to be the guy the guy was going to stick and uh he he just he's gone above and beyond he he had a really good game today Terrell Bernard, third round linebacker out of Baylor. Terrell Bernard had the 69 yard fumble return touchdown today. Um, he also had two solo tackles and an assist, so obviously making his way, uh, making some very impactful plays, making a name for himself today. Wide receiver Khalil Shakir from Boise State, fifth round pick from the Buffalo Bills, led all Bills wide receivers today with five receptions on five targets for 92 yards uh he looked great he looked spectacular today uh as we thought he's definitely making the team i mean there's no there's no question about a lot of these guys making the team um that i've mentioned um they're all gonna make it i think but Uh, Just he just looked the part. Looked the part in in live action against uh, a somewhat (laughs) subpar uh, quarterback throwing to him for the most part, which we're going to get into. uh, Case Keenum in a little bit. uh, But uh, Shakir looked good. Uh, And then I'll end it with linebacker. Seventh-round pick linebacker, Baelin Spector out of of Clemson. Uh, The last rookie I'm going to talk about, he had four solo tackles, five assists. I mean, he was just running all over the field in the second half. Uh, It's kind of cool. I mean, the Bills... Uh, have some decent prospects behind Milano and uh, Tremaine Edmonds Um, also includes include Terrell Bernard in there the rookie that I mentioned earlier but uh, I mean just to have added depth like that maybe not this year uh, maybe not make special teams uh, or maybe not uh, be impactful enough on special teams to make the roster I don't see it happening at this point but Uh, A great stash on the practice squad, for sure. And uh, more developmental uh, prospects on the practice squad is always a good thing. Uh, Another point I I came across in watching the game is that the Bills' defense is stacked, guys. Like, it is good. I can't say so much for the Bills' offense. The second team, it was okay. Uh, But the Bills' defense, man, um, when you have the Bills' second stringers allowing pretty much zero points against Matt Ryan and the Colts, in a quarter and a half or so of play, um, I mean, that's th- that says a lot about the Buffalo Bills. Now, they did score a field goal, but that came off a, a Case Keenum interception um, that was in deep in the Bills' end zone. But then again, you know, um, the Bills' defense stopped, them, uh, stopped the Colts from scoring a touchdown. So I thought they looked great. Uh, I'm really happy to see that. Uh, and it, it just goes to show you the depth of the Bills' defense right now. And, and you know, I'm going to include uh, uh, the Bills, the official backup of the Circling the Wagons podcast uh, Jaquan Johnson. Jaquan Johnson had a great game. He had an interception earlier. Um, I'm, I don't think he gets a special mention for Wall of Famer, so that's why I'll mention him now. But, uh, you know, they're, they're making plays, man. I like I like this Bills defense a lot. And when you have uh, a defense that's like this, that's that good, and uh, and Josh Allen, a healthy Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen that's that's kept up upright by his offensive line, and he's got some really good wide receivers this year, probably the best group that he's had in a while, um, tight ends, receivers all across the board, best running back, best offensive line. I mean, guys, this team could be special. I don't want to get too, I I keep telling myself not to get too overhyped about it being a preseason game, but man, I am hyped about this Bills defense. And I'm sure you guys all are after watching that too. And um, one of the last points uh, I'll make about this game is the turnovers were pretty awful today. Matt Barkley had one interception, but for the most part it was Case Keenum. Um, or at least the Case Keenum-led offense. He had one turnover on downs in the red zone in the first quarter. Uh, they were so close to uh, scoring a touchdown or at least getting a first down. They did neither. Um, I believe they were on the f- six-yard line of the Colts in the first quarter. They were able to move the ball but couldn't punch it in, so they ended up giving the ball back on downs. Uh, he threw an interception to Jameson Crowder, Case Keenum did. Um, it wasn't really well-placed. Uh, and Crowder kind of tipped it up in the air. So it wasn't entirely Keenum's fault, but it could have been a better place ball. Um, there was a fumble by Jake Kumro after the catch, after a big catch. Um, not Case Keenum's fault that time, but another turnover uh, while he was quarterback. And then the last one was a fumble by Case Keenum in the beginning of the second quarter uh, while he got hit. Uh, we're going to talk about Case Keenum a little bit more. In Wall of Famers and Wall of Chambers, as I'm sure you could have guessed, but uh, not a great game uh, for turnovers. But the Bills still ended up uh, managing to win. Um, I think that talks about not only the uh, the resilience of this team, but the mental fortitude because it could have been easy. They could have been easy. Uh, they could have easily said, "Well, you know, it's 21." I think at that point it's 21 to seven. I want to say and say, well, it's a preseason game. This game's over. But, uh, man, this team led by McDermott. They they do not give up. They do not say die. Man. The other thing was 11 penalties by the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Pretty undisciplined game by the second and third teamers. Uh, Part of me wonders, is that just the first live action jitters is it the fact that it is second and third stringers and they're just like you know they're still learning the the offense or defense or what but um uh, not it was notable I wasn't really worried about it it was like after a while I was like come on guys like let's let's stop getting some penalties let's actually play some live ball but um I had to note that that was in my notes and the last thing um I have a, just general notes. For the for the first preseason game is I wonder if each of one of you has a camp crush like I do. Um, each and every season, you probably have someone that you're paying attention to that you're reading about either in articles by Joe Biscali at The Athletic or at the BuffaloRumblings.com. Um, you you have guys that you're reading about that you're like man like that that guy sounds good. I'm rooting for that guy. I want him to make the team or at least make the practice squad or something. And I'm not sure what your guys' camp crush is, but hit me up at email us, uh, ctwpod at com. I'm really interested to hear what you you guys have for a camp crush. But for mine, this season is wide receiver Isaiah Hodgins. Um, he looked really good today with Matt Barkley. Uh, made some great catches. Uh, was really close to scoring a touchdown um I just, I just really liked him, and you know, it was just a, a couple of seasons ago. This is his third season, but just a couple of seasons ago, even in his rookie season, I mean, media members were talking about him being better than Gabriel Davis in training camp. But then, you know, two injury-riddled seasons later, and uh, and he finally looks like he has a shot. Uh, maybe not likely to make the roster, but he has a shot to make the roster, and I think today helped his stock a little bit in the Bills coaching staff and the Bills front office when they saw him playing the way he did today. I mean, I I really kind of hope he... Uh, he seemed like a steal in the sixth round. And, I, and I'm not sure if you guys remember, but that was a really deep draft at wide receiver. So even though he's taken in the sixth round, he could have been, like, legitimately a fourth-round prospect in any normal draft. So I'm, I'm really hoping that he somehow, uh, somehow hangs on with the Buffalo Bills. I'm rooting for him. All right, now let's go into stats of the game. All right, so Matt Barkley, leading passer for the Buffalo Bills, 18 for 24, 224 yards, zero touchdowns, one interception. Case Keenum, 11 for 18, for 86 yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. Leading rusher for the Buffalo Bills, Zach Moss, three attempts for 37 yards, zero touchdowns, Raheem Blackshear had uh, six attempts for 11 yards. Two touchdowns, though. uh, Looked good there, pounding it in. Um, James Cook had had three carries for five yards. Nothing really notable besides that. Uh, When we go into the receiving side of the ball, Khalil Shakir, like I mentioned before, five receptions on five targets for 92 yards, zero touchdowns. Isaiah Hodgins... um, Nine receptions on 11 targets for 77 yards. Look great. Uh, Ricky Blackshear, great receiver out of the ba- blep, or backfield. Oh. <laughs> uh, four receptions on five targets for 60 yards. And then we go into some other guys uh, a little bit low, lower. Not much to note there. All right, let's go into our sweet sassy Molassi play of the game. Our sweet Sassy Molassi play of the game brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. I'm going to go with the biggest splash play of the day, which was the Nick Foles sack, which which was a sack by Boogie Basham Jr., defensive end, uh, second-year defensive end. Uh, I thought, in general, Boogie Basham looked good today, um, but that was the biggest play of the game. It was a strip sack. Um, Terrell Bernard picked up the ball, ran it for 69 yards, for the touchdown, Bills went up seven to three in the second quarter. I mean, it was it was a great, huge momentum shift. Um, if if Case Keenum could do anything with the football, then the Bills might have just walked off with the game right there. But uh, yeah, it's just uh, that was that was a, that was the biggest play. There was a couple of other really good plays too. Um, like I mentioned, the pass breakups on third and fourth down um, against the first team offenses by uh, Kyrie Elam and Christian Benford. I mentioned the Jaquan Johnson interception. I mentioned the Matariza 82-yard punt. So yeah, some pretty big, uh, big plays of the game, but uh, but none bigger in my opinion than the uh, Boogie Basham strip sack and uh, the Trell Bernard uh, fumble return for a touchdown. I'm gonna read some of your. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to do this earlier. Uh, we're gonna read some of your tweets um, in regards to some observation on the second and third stringers. Daniel Burr, writes, Specter, and Hodgins flashed. We'll need to re-watch to see more line play, but since I'm normal and not masochistic, I won't. <laughs> I am just like you, Daniel. I do not watch. Uh, I'm. I, I think I'm gonna go in and get the NFL Plus package, but I don't. I can't watch line play. I don't understand it enough. I mean, I get the basics if a guy wins or a guy loses, but um, other than that, I mean, those those. I don't say I want to. I don't know if I want to go masochistic, but I just don't have the attention span to do that. Um, Super Bowl, uh, 57 champs at Sacks. Dave writes. Aside from the fact that we're going to the Super Bowl, question mark, question mark, question mark. Huh? No, there's no other observations to make besides that, really. Seth Urban writes, Hodgins looks like a good possession wide receiver and Shakir is as advertised. If Hodgins has 75% of the special team's prowess that Kumaro has, you have to keep him. Feels like a guy that if he gets cut, he won't make it to the practice squad. Yeah, I agree. After today, I don't think Hodgins would probably make it to the practice squad. And knowing... What I know about Brandon Bean and he loves his draft picks just like any GM does, uh if he if I think if Seth if Seth hit that spot on. If if he's seventy five percent of the special teams that or brings seventy five percent of the special teams that Kumro does, um I think I think Hodgins Hodgins gets the nod over that over uh, Kumro. Or if anyone else, like any other player like a bail inspector has 75% of the specialty prowess that Gumro does, or any other player like a Cam Lewis does, then then you keep Hodgins and you keep uh, a guy that you were normally going to keep anyway. Maybe not Cam Lewis, maybe someone else. Optimistic Bills fans write, Spectre should get a roster spot. Loved what I saw out of him today. Lots of love for Spectre today. Seth Urban writes, Again, Spectre plays with fire and looks like a great practice squad. Stash slash potential end of roster special teams player. Elam and Bedford looked good in their limited time. The defensive line seemed much improved and got great push. Yeah, yeah, I would agree there with that even in the in the third and fourth quarters. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. All right, now let's go into Wall of Famers and Wall of Shamers. All right, let's start with the Wall of Fame. Wall of Fame brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Um, I'm going to put on the Wall of Fame uh, all the rookies today, all the rookies that seem to be making an impact. I mean, this could potentially be Brandon Bean's best draft, besides the one where he took their franchise quarterback. I mean, it's early. It's the first preseason game. I have to keep telling myself that. I know I do. But man, they all look good today. They all flashed. You could see a potential with all of them, even if they all don't make the roster. I'm gonna give a special mention to Boogie Basham Jr., defensive end. Like I mentioned, he was he was uh, showing up over the field today. Um, took advantage of the time that he was given across from uh, A.J. Epinesa Since uh, Rousseau and Von Miller did not play tonight, they're the first teamers. Uh, Basham did a great job, uh, you know, splashing. Uh, I want to give a special shout-out to running back Zach Moss today. I thought he looked good today. Um, he had that 127-yard run where like, he just switched field all of a sudden against the— uh, it, it, like I said, this this is against the Colts' first-team defense. So he looked good. Against the Colts' first team defense with the Bills' first team offense, or second team offense, which, gotta be honest, not a great offensive line play from either uh, second and third teams. Um, We know that the Bills' offensive line, uh, the starters are pretty good. Probably the best starting offensive line that Josh Allen has ever had. But the depth behind those guys is questionable. We'll see. All right, Wall of Shamer. Let's go to the Wall of Shamer. Wall of Chamber is brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at DeLago. I have to go with Case Keenum, um, backup quarterback Case Keenum. I know it's a new system. I know these are new guys that he hasn't played with. But, man, I mean, after seeing Case Keenum play, I just hope that Josh Allen never needs to take a breather or gets the wind knocked out of him or, like, you know, tweaks a pinky. (laughs) Because, God forbid, Case Keenum have to go in. Uh, Case Keenum has to go in. Um, I mean, it just didn't look great. Uh, lots of reasons why, and it is a preseason game. It doesn't matter, but man, seven possessions, zero points, three turnovers, technically four while he was on offense, but that one really had nothing to do with him. There was a Jake Kummerow fumble, but man, I just, I uh, yeah. it, this, it, it, he was, if you had to rate a level between Josh Yellen and Nathan Peterman, I mean, there's a huge spectrum right there. But, I mean, he wasn't, like, head and shoulders above Nathan Peterman. I'll say that. He wasn't god-awful, but, man, he wasn't good. And he was pretty bad. So, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I like him as a backup. I liked him before this game. So, I'd say his only saving grace was that in the first quarter he was still facing the colts first team defense but still (laughs) i mean when you see matt barkley you know leading two touchdown drives and two field goals um including the game winning field goal i mean it's like geez, like and i didn't think matt barkley was that good i don't think any of us expected matt barkley to win this job and i don't think he will but uh if you're in the bills coaching staff you're like well uh that didn't go so well uh Let's keep doing this the second and third. And if Matt Barkley still looks this good, then maybe we make him our backup. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. But uh, I I can't really see them doing that. But, man, I mean, you have to think if three games go like this and Case Keenum looks this terrible, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Special mention for Wall of Shame goes to Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder... It kind of showed a little bit of what the Bills coaching staff thinks by the fact that he was playing today. If he was the starter, then Isaiah McKenzie would be out today in the slot role instead of Jameson Crowder. Jameson Crowder was out there, meaning, at least for now, Isaiah McKenzie is the starter at wide receiver. So Jameson Crowder played today. He needed a good night to start gaining ground on on Isaiah McKenzie for the starting slot role. And he only had one target, and that one target ended up being a tipped ball that led to an interception. So, um, not a not an absolute not a Case Keenum like sort of night for Jameson Crowder, but for a guy that needed to have a good night, um, just didn't make a whole lot with the opportunity he was given. And let's turn it over to Twitter. Um, each after after every single game um, during the preseason, the regular season, um, I ask who is on your Wall of Fame and Wall of Shame in in the victory or loss. So Mike Graham writes Wall of Shame is definitely Keenum. He has me worried about the backup quarterback spot. Wall of Fame is the defensive line. They showed up. Also Punt God has won has won the job. Don't tell me different. Uh, I can't I cannot disagree with anything you stated there, Mike. Stu McAllister, my guy, Stu, says, Wall of Shame, my boy, Keenum. (laughs) My boy, dude, you want to put as much distance between you and Case Keenum as possible, Stu. You definitely don't want to say my boy, Keenum. (laughs) You'd be like that dude, Keenum, not my guy, Keenum. Uh, Wall of Fame Jeez, I I called you my guy, Stu. Stu, do I have to start putting some distance between me and you after you uh, calling Case Keenum your guy, your boy? (laughs) uh, Stu also says, Wall of Fame, the Punt God, Blackshear, and Bitcoin. (laughs) Bitcoin, a.k.a. Matt Barkley. That's what he means by that. By the way, Blackshear, um, what is he? I guess he's the fifth or sixth string running back at this point. Um, But isn't it funny? I feel like the Bills always have a third or fourth string running back that we all fall in love with, like Antonio Williams a year ago. I can't even remember all these guys that have just, like, come through um, the Bills' roster. And and I'm with you, man. Uh, Every time I think the Bills, like, this guy could legitimately be a starter. Like, I even thought that a little bit about Christian Wade and the guy never took a down, (laughs) you know, in the NFL. He played, you know rugby for 27 years of his life and i was like this guy could be a nfl caliber running back uh it just goes to show you how much i know (laughs) training camp buffalo dill writes wall of fame hodgins he needed to show why he's still on this team wall of shame keenum like Come on, bro. (laughs) He also writes, Balen Spector is an animal. His special teams role is going to keep him on this team. Blackshear, unfortunately, can shine all preseason and still end up on the practice squad. That's fine. That's fine. Develop more talent there because guess who's gone after next season if we don't resign him? Devin Singletary. So we will need all the running back talent to either push Zach Moss or James Cook or another rookie or whatever. So, hey, Stash him on the practice squad. That's fine with me. Andrew Ensing writes, uh, Wall of Fame is Elam and Benford. Wall of Shame is Keenum. Yep, love what I saw from the rookie corners, Elam and Benford. (laughs) Richard Richard W. Griswold writes, Wall of Fame, Bass. He means Tyler Bass, the kicker. 47-yard game-winning field goal? Question mark. Could have used him in Super Bowl 25. <laughs> wow. I did not think we'd be bringing up Super Bowl 25 and Scott Norwood on this uh, first preseason recap podcast, but, you know, hey, here we are. DJ Santavica writes uh, Case Keenum equals the shame without the help from the O line. Uh, Shakir equals Wall of Fame. Stud. Side note Go Bills. Hey, always go Bills. I love that. Steve at UCF grad one writes wall of fame, the offensive or I'm sorry, wall of shame, the offensive line and case Keenum wall of fame, Khalil Shakir, Isaiah Hodgins and the bills defense. Yep. Love what we saw from Khalil Shakir today. For sure. I agree with Steve on that one and I agree with Steve for the the wall of shame being the offensive line. I mean, maybe that was part of case Keenum's issue. um, But man, I mean, I've been I've been pounding the table for them to take a guard in the in the draft earlier than like round four or five, and they still haven't done it. So you know, here look what I know. Um, but again, you know, the Bills offensive line is finally getting healthy for the first time in training camp. They're all practicing together for the first time in training camp as of this past week. So uh, you know, let's hope that they stay all stay healthy together this season. S- Super Bowl fifty seven sacks uh, champs. At Saxa Dave writes, Wall of Fame the punt god, and he can hold. Barkley for the comeback. Yeah, yeah, definitely give credit to Matt Barkley for that for sure. The whole wide receiver room in Wall of Fame, some tough choices need to be made. Elam looked good. And Wall of Shane, Keenum. Someone now this is an interesting th- Interesting point. Josh Allen is my co-pilot, writes, I definitely think Barkley looked better than Keenum today. Would they keep all three? I don't think they keep all three. I think that they, uh, in my opinion, I think that they keep two. I think right now it's still Keenum just because of his veteran preven- presence and how long he's been there. Um, but, you know, talk to me after preseason game two and three, and I might have a different answer for you. But right now I think they keep two quarterbacks I think they have too many good players this year that if they subject to waivers they will get snatched up in an instant and if I were a GM from another team I would look at a really good team like the Buffalo Bills and try to poach a player that was subjected subjected to waivers I mean I think you're talking like three or four players subjected to waivers that could end up on rosters for other teams this season Daniel Burr is in again. He writes Wall of Fame, Matt Barkley, and the Bill's second-string defense. Wall of Shame, either second-string line or Case Keenum. The Gettysburg, Do Daniel, 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 my guy Daniel, bringing in a Gettysburg of the game. Now, if you're not familiar with our podcast, during the regular season, we do Gettysburgs of the game if there is one, and that's basically the turning point of the game For the Buffalo Bills, usually good, hopefully, if they win, but sometimes bad. But his Gettysburg of the game, the turning point of the game, was Blackshear's first catch and run in Barkley's first touchdown drive. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Daniel, for that. Buffalo Bills Reddit. Always good to see an entire Reddit, an entire subreddit uh, on Reddit.com coming in. I love it. Buffalo Bills Reddit says, Wall of Fame, Shakir, making plays and being reliable. Dude, what? Khalil Shakir is as advertised. When the Bills drafted Khalil Shakir in the draft this year in April or May or whatever it was, um, people were like, this could potentially be the steal of the draft. And I don't follow college football. I barely do more than, say, 15, 20 mock drafts. Uh, But I talk to a lot of guys that know a lot more, and they love this pick. And uh, and for good reason. You could see it today. I think today was a perfect example. So I agree 100% with Buffalo Bills Reddit on that wall of shame. Uh, Case Keenum clearly doesn't seem comfortable with the system yet. Got to tighten those bolts. Yeah, yeah. Agree. You got to tighten those bolts. You got to tight. You got to like lean into them. Like put your whole body weight into tightening those bolts. You may have to weld those bolts in because there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Anakin Skywalker is in Anakin Skywalker. I did not know that uh, that Darth would be in at some point. But uh, he writes, Wall of Fame, Hodgins, play after play. And he says Case Keenum can get the walk of atonement. Shame. <laughs> uh, Matt Barkley came in and led a 17 and 0 comeback with ease. The second string offensive line looked a bit rough, but piss poor quarterback play from Keenum overshadowed an otherwise solid all around preseason one game. Dude, Anakin slaying that tweet like you. Uh, like he slayed all those, uh, I don't know Star Wars well enough, but I know at one point he goes nuts. He has a, a bloodlust and like kills all these people. <laughs> uh, I think that, that killed his uncle or something. I don't know. I, I All I know involved women and children, so it was pretty rough. I think that was the beginning of him becoming Darth Vader. So, uh, Anakin, thank you for that tweet. Not only do I get a subreddit tweeting in, I get um, Darth Vader tweeting in, so awesome, awesome. best best first preseason game recap ever Tig519 writes Wall of Shame Keenum Wall of Fame Elam Blackshear Ariza we knew he could punt but was perfect in his holding duties, absolutely. So thank you guys so much for uh, contributing to the Wall of Fames and Wall of Shamers. Uh, again, that was the Wall of Fame Wall of Shame brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago. Uh, appreciate all you guys tweeting in, uh, keeping active uh, on Twitter uh, during the game. It's always fun. If you're not following us, please do at CTW. Uh, Pod That's like at circling the wagons pod. We'll do this every preseason game. We'll do it next week. Um, I'm on vacation this next week, but I should be back Sunday night to do a recap of next Saturday's preseason game. So that should be fun. Is it Sunday or Saturday? I don't know. Either way, doesn't matter. It's a preseason game. Again, though, all we'll be looking for is to make sure that there are no injuries. That's the only thing that truly matters. It's great seeing these young guys play, man. I loved it. It was good seeing... um, The rookies really stand out, and uh, and all around, you know, the Bills, you don't want it to matter, but man, it mattered. The Bills won. They're uh, they're, they're on a preseason win streak of nine, so let's keep that going. Thank you guys so much for listening, and thank you to the DraftKings Sportsbook at Delago for sponsoring this episode. So signing off, for me, Nate, go Bills, and we'll talk to you guys again next week. (music)